podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a Wednesday where nothing much is happening. The transfer window is closed and there are no games until the weekend. So we're just filling space, really. But but there is plenty to be excited about as a Liverpool fan right now. With the, with the window closed and a little bit of breathing room in between, you can take time to look at what we accomplished in this window. And getting Luis Diaz in is obviously the big plus of it. And the more you think about what Diaz could become, when you look at where he is right now and you see the incredible development of Salah, Jota and Mane and Bobby Firmino, obviously, under our coaching staff, you really have to get excited about what it could mean for Luis Diaz, who I believe comes to the club as a better player than Sadio was at Southampton or than Jota was at Wolves. I think he's right there on that same kind of level as Salah was at, at Roma. And we saw how Mo took to the league and just exploded straight away. Now, I'm not suggesting that Luis Diaz will do the same or that we should expect him to do the same. As I've said before, the idea of getting him in now is just to get him. He wasn't planned until the summer, which means we're not expecting him to have real impact until next season. Anything he gives us in the interim is a big bonus. And that kind of lead-in time, that type of gap in which he can settle in, adapt to a new country, a new league, a new team, new teammates, a way of life, new coaching staff, obviously, that's going to prove invaluable. How often have we seen players come to the Premier League and take half a season, maybe often even a full season, to really find their feet. It happens regularly. You see it every single season. There's one player that comes in with some expectations and it's not an immediate thing. It takes that little bit of time to settle and adapt and learn whatever it is they need to learn. And Diaz is going to be able to do that in a situation where he's not having to play on a regular basis. Myself and Carol were talking about this on Scouted yesterday about how many starts would he likely get between now and the end of the season. So consider we have 16 league games left. We have at least one in the FA Cup. You'd hope more than that. But at least one, that's 17. 
the League Cup final is 18, and the two games against Inter Milan is 20. We're guaranteed at least 20 games between now and the end of the season. How many starts would he get for you? So we estimated potentially five. Starting about a quarter of the games and maybe coming off the bench in half of them. So about 15 appearances between now and the end of the season for Diaz. Get his minutes going. Start building his chronic load. But the more important thing will be the work that's done on the training ground. In terms of adapting him to what we need him to be. While retaining all of the things that make him a special footballer. And then he'll get a full pre-season. And by August, he'll have had seven full months in the system with Klopp, with Linders, with his teammates. He'll have developed relationships with players. He'll have developed understandings with players. And one of the things he does really well is he makes that run from out to in between the right back and right-sided centre-back. And our left-sided midfielder is Thiago Alcantara, one of the best passers of the ball in the world, who will absolutely find great joy in threading that needle. Another brilliant thing he does is attacking the ball on defender's blind side from crosses from the right-hand side. And we have Trent, who's one of the best crosses of the ball in the world, Harvey may well be playing as the right-sided midfielder in a lot of these games, and he's a very good crosser as well. Salah is also a good crosser. So just by doing the things he already does, Diaz should get opportunities to score goals. And the more opportunities he gets, the more goals he will score. He's shown himself to be more than capable of converting chances at a good rate. We've already seen that there's no issue with his work rate. There's no issue with his desire. He will chase players back towards his own goal endlessly, get involved in challenges, take the ball off people, and then look to get the team moving in the right direction. But the other thing he does, he makes very clever decisions. So all of these things should mean that he can make an impact straight away. Even though, as I say, anything he gives us between now and the end of the season is a big bonus that we weren't expecting to have. He is going to be able to do that. He is going to be able to make impacts in a lot of games. And who knows, maybe he does hit the ground running. And maybe it's a very easy fit for him and an easy transition. And if it is, that's incredible. If it's not, it's not anything to worry about. We don't miss on players like this. We don't miss on players at all. And if you go and look at the recruitment since Jurgen Klopp took over, you're not really finding a flop. Some people will say, Carius, he cost us four million. He got us to a Champions League final. He helped us finish in the top four. For four million, I'm not really sure that's a flop. Yes, the final was a disaster. We didn't just lose the final 
because of him, though. We didn't just lose the final because of him. Yes, he made two big mistakes. But we were outplayed by Real Madrid. Especially in the midfield area. People will say Clavan, but he was bought to be the fourth centre-back and he was a fine fourth centre-back. Some might say Grujic. We tripled our money on him. Nabi Keita, he's been outstanding when he's played. There's no accounting for injuries, and I don't like to tag players as flops because of injuries. Is it a success? No, but I don't think it's a flop. The same would go for Ox. I genuinely think if you go through every signing under Klopp and Edwards, you'll really struggle to find a flop. And by like, I'm talking about an Andy Carroll, uh, an Elhad Juff, those type of flops. Robbie Keane, guys that just didn't fit, guys that weren't good enough. We signed a lot of them over the years. Rodgers loved to sign them. Lovren and Lalana, there's two flops. They're real flops. But I don't know that anyone under Klopp can be deemed a flop because they've all done what they were bought to do. The only argument against a couple of them are that they haven't done it regularly enough because they haven't been on the pitch regularly enough. So I don't have any worries about Luis Diaz becoming a success. I think he will be a success. I think he'll be a big success. And I think he's going to be the type of player that we absolutely love. Exciting, desire, creative, skillful, will score spectacular goals, will do outrageous things. As I've said for months now, for me, he is a hybrid of Sadio and Luis Suarez. He has a lot of Sadio's game. But I think his mentality is like Suarez. His desire to not just beat opponents, but destroy them. His desire to always win. His refusal to ever give up. His love for the spectacular and the unexpected. The fighter in him is Suarez. Marry that with the player which is very similar to Sadio Mane in many ways. And that's why we've targeted him, because it's for that role. I think he's the perfect addition. We've also let Nat and Nico go and get games and build their value, and hopefully they do get games. I'm not overly confident in Nat's ability to get games for Bournemouth, because it's going to be him or Gary Cahill, and Cahill's been very impressive for them this season. They're not dropping Lloyd Kelly, I can't imagine. So I'm worried a little bit about Nat. But if he does get games and he does play well, he might stay in the team. And if he can help them get promoted, maybe they'll want to keep him. Maybe they'll pay a little bit over the odds. For Fulham, they've got Kenny Tete there, but he has been injury prone this season. And maybe Nico can establish himself in that team next to Tosin. He'll have quality inside him. 
to kind of guide him through games. Tolson's the best centre-back in that division. And perhaps Nico can boost his value, come up with Fulham, and there's a strong likelihood that they'll want to keep him. And we may end up in a situation where they give us £10 million for Nico, and we give them back £8 million for Fabio Carvalho, and we end up with the better player and £2 million. Quid. And that would be a very, very nice situation to be in. I do think the Carvalho one will get done. I think the framework of the agreement that was in place will be carried forward, and I think we'll end up with the player come summertime. Uh, on to the main Liverpool sites. Obviously, a bit of build-up starting for the Cardiff game at the weekend. This is Anfield's lead story, is the 24 players Jurgen Klopp should have available versus Cardiff. So, obviously, the hope is that pretty much everybody is back. I think the only one unlikely to be fit is Divock. But Harvey Elliott and Thiago are both training. We may see Diaz off the bench, maybe. Maybe he gets five minutes just to get his debut. But it looks like pretty much everybody except for Divock will be available for this one. And that is really exciting, considering we know the level of quality that's in this squad. There's a look ahead to the month of February with the League Cup, the Diaz debut, the Champions League coming back and our Premier League game. So you can read that one. It's a little bit there on Fabio Carvalho. And uh, there's plenty of other things here to, to check out on This Is Anfield. They've got lots and lots. It is, as I always say, it is the, the best place to go for the written coverage of Liverpool Football Club. Uh, Liverpool handed double boost as Jurgen Klopp will love as Harvey Elliott return is only the start. So Naby's back. Actually, I was wrong. Sadio and Mo won't be back for Cardiff because they're still at AFCON. Uh, but they will be back for the league game against Leicester. But Naby is back and that's very exciting. And he's been really good this season. And he did have a very good AFCON for the three games he played in. He was suspended then for the fourth. Um, Liverpool.com has a piece here. Liverpool can soon add second Colombian after Luis Diaz to Jurgen Klopp's first team squad. Anderson Arroyo is a forgotten figure at Liverpool, but he is showing encouraging signs of reigniting his career and joining his compatriot Luis Diaz in Jurgen Klopp's first team. So he is on loan at Mirandes in Spain. And I'll be honest, I have genuinely no idea how he's doing. Uh, 22 years of age. When he joined us, he was a right-footed left-back, but I believe he do, does now play as a right-back. Um, God, he's had some loans. Mallorca B. Ghent didn't go well. He was loaned to the, the Czech First League. Uh, Salamanca last season. I remember hearing he was doing quite well there. 
and Mirandes this season. I, I, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say I don't think he will make the grade at Liverpool. Um, I hope I'm wrong, but I, I just don't see it being the case. Uh, Liverpool can repeat Fabio Carvalho transfer immediately next summer with second wonder kid move. Rayan Cherky of Leon. This kid is super talented. Absolutely super talented. He is an attacking midfielder, inside forward. If he was a little bit taller, I could see him potentially been developed into the Firmino role. Uh, but he's a really interesting player. Very unique in how he plays. And very unique in his build as well. Um, contract till 2023. So we'll only have 12 months left on his deal this summer. And that may be something we'll look to. He's having a bad season. He really has had a disappointing season this time around. Um, whatever's gone on at Leon, he just isn't getting the minutes he, he should be. So, yeah, I wouldn't be against against that. Even if you buy him to develop him and sell him back somewhere else, you'll make money on him. On AnfieldIndex.com, we have a new article up entitled, What Does Liverpool's well, sorry, what does Luis Diaz's signing mean for Liverpool? Which you can check out now. Written by Young Maguire. Always good. Check that one out. And uh, I think you will enjoy it. Podcast-wise, there is plenty going around. There's a new scouted out myself and Carol did yesterday. There's all the different Luis Diaz pods. There is the main original Anfield Index podcast hosted by Brother Downey. You can check out the latest edition entitled Extendable Holes with Trev, Cam and Lisa Marie. So do check those out. And that's it for today, folks. I will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.